A one, two, three, four. Any other business? Any yeah, other business? That was my bad, I was slow. Any other business? Business. Friday. Any other business? It's on. I always count in too quickly and then we go a lot slower. And I, I apologise. I feel I'm mainly responsible for the ropey times that this theme tune has been through over the past couple of podcasts. Which is strange because both of us have musical credibilities. You you are a guitarist. I am, yeah, a guitarist. Bit of bass playing going on, but still can't count in properly. It's drummers, isn't it? The click, click, click. Drummers, uh, drummers are integral. You know, you've you, you got a crap drummer, you've got a crap band. Except we'll start the goalkeeper of the, of the whole band, isn't it, really, to be honest with you, a drummer? <laughs> I know. I don't think so. Really? Let's, let's let's just chat this through. I don't think your go. I don't think your drummer is the goalkeeper of a band. I think. Well, put it this way, right? Goalkeepers, and I think outfield players will always say the same about this. Goalkeepers are like in their own little world, and drummers, yes. in many ways, are in their own little world in a band. They're, they're quite separate and different, and they always gravitate towards each other. Uh, goalkeepers always seem to hang out with goalkeepers. Drummers seem to pick out a drummer in a crowd. Infamously, you have the goalkeepers' union. Yes. Yeah, in many ways. But if you're using it as uh, the drummer being the person that sets that beat, sets the rhythm. I don't think the goalkeeper is going to set the rhythm for a football team. I think you're looking at sort of like your midfield dynamo. You know, your Brian Robson is is, is more like your, your your drummer of a band in that respect. I think, I, you're, I think you're giving drummers too much credit. I think they're just mental. <laughs> same as same as uh, as goalkeepers, just mental. Mental people who have found a place in life where suddenly it all kind of works out for them. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Who is the drummer of a band? Who is the goalkeeper of a band? Yeah. Actually, who is the drummer of a band? That's a pretty easy question to answer. Guy so at the back. please, Guy at the back. Yeah, please don't get in touch on that one. <laughs> who is the goalkeeper of a band? Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, so I apologise for being a bit flustered at the start of this uh, podcast because I've just been walking around to try and get a wire, a little wire over there, a lead, because I'm doing, it, uh, as I've mentioned on the show, I'm DJing at a wedding this weekend. Yep. Uh, but uh, me being me, I don't have all the proper kicks. I'm yeah. absolutely useless. Uh, so I've gone and got a, j- uh, is it Jack to Jack? Yep. Sounds like a bit of a rap song, Jack to Jack leads. You know, headphone to headphone. I've just had to walk all over central London to get it. What do you need that for? I mean, what kit have you got? I've got like a, oh, I don't even know what they, it's like a, I've got a computer that connects this. <laughs> if you're uh, Andrew and it's Elizabeth, from... whose wedding I'm doing, don't worry. What kind of we'll charlatan are you? I've got like a. I haven't got any CDs. Yeah. Because it all went on the cloud. Mm-hmm. So then it leaves you with this situation where your music go. So I've downloaded it on my computer. Right. But you can't just play, as I found out to my horror when I played at Butlins once, yeah. you can't just plug a computer in and just go next. You have to have this thing that sits in the middle, an intermediary. Yeah. A middleman in many ways called a a DJ controller. Right. With, which is almost mocking me because it's got two spinning wheels on it you can mix music in, but I'm just over-elaborately segging one person's song into another. I don't need any of that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's the bit that goes from that DJ controller to whatever it is the sound people are turning up with mm. at the weekend as well. Can I ask a question? If you're anything like me, um, I, from this point on, I don't want to transfer any stress to you here, but from this point on, I wouldn't relax until I got to the wedding and got some sound going. Well, do you know what? You're absolutely right about that, Richie, and it is giving me nightmares a bit, because the last gig I did was a guest slot at someone's night, and I turned up and the wire that I bought didn't work. Which is like, you know, going back to bands, we've been talking about bands, it's like your string breaking in the first song, if you're playing at Wembley or something like that. Yeah. So, and it was a nightmare. So I really want this wire to work and be all right. But uh, again, I just, you just don't know till you plug it in. 
Do you know what I mean? You don't know. Do you know what the great thing about our Friday Any Other Business podcast? Uh, it's a bit of a training ground for next week's shows. Yeah. You can give a bit of a run out to an idea. Do you think there is uh, a little topic uh, for our listeners? Stories about wires. I think there's a wire-based story in there. When did a wire let you down? When did a wire uh, save your life? When did a wire save you? Exactly. Yeah. I, th- I do believe there's a topic in this. Yeah. But maybe we just see what happens over the weekend via email. Well, I think in many ways as well, it does link into, and we've talked about this before, the, the lament that the old-fashioned high street tech store has gone. Yeah. Your radio rentals. Your Tandy. Your Tandy. Places like that. They don't exist anymore now. So I do hope I haven't Argos. just besmirched some places that do actually exist. I think, no, I think Tandy's gone. I think Tandy's gone. I think radio rentals is gone. I mean, that was when you rented a, rented a TV. It's like something between the wars. Yeah. Pay, a down payment per week on a telly. But, um... I just those those places are gone, so I had to go into Argos and type in just on a big screen because they don't do catalogs anymore. Just type in Jack to Jack, <laughs> and I nearly stuck. Did you get the rap song? I, it felt like it was going to play some rap. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think we've got there's there's definite movement in in a phone topic next week about uh, what was it? When when did a wire? When when did a wire? I guess it's when did a wire dot 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 or Monday? When did a wire ruin your life? It goes so well. Let's just say yeah. Tuesday's show. When did a wire... Uh, what was the first one? Well, you did... <laughs> I went too soon. Monday, when did a wire... wire ru- ruin your life? Ruin your life. Yeah. Tuesday... When did a wire save your life? Brilliant. And we'll see what happens on Wednesday. Yeah. When did a wire bring you joy? Yeah, well, this we could do a week's worth of wire-based stuff. <laughs> yeah. And play a lot of Manic Street Preachers. Yes, good old Nick. Thank you. Uh, I had the uh, thing that happens to us happen last night. When I say happens to us, happens to us when we reach this kind of age in life, your parents come and stay. Yay! So I had my dad staying last night and uh, I had assumed, so I guess this story begins, I'd assumed, my assumption, my bad, that he would have eaten b- 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 before he turned up. Well, he's, he's a grown-up, isn't he? So he would have looked after himself, you'd have thought. That's the way, that's the way it normally works. Uh, but uh, we, we meet up and he goes, uh, so what's, uh, what's Natalie doing for dinner tonight? What are we eating? I went, oh, I, I assumed you had eaten. He went, no, 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 no. I you know, knew I was coming up to you guys. I'm thinking, oh, I don't say that. It's not, it's not how it normally works out. You have to knock up a feast. So I said, well, look, I, I know she's already got stuff going just for uh, for me and her, but um, we can uh, run by M&S Simply Food on the way up and we'll get yeah. you something and uh, get, the oven, get the oven on and you won't have to wait too long. So we got home. Oven's on. He's got 20 minutes to heat up his fish pie he's bought at the station. Nice but then, choice. But then what happened next was quite incredible. And it's, it's what I put down as textbook parent behaviour. OK. We just got a quite simple meal of tortellini. It's a nice easy one, isn't it? You know, it's an all-rounder. Boil up the old dish, three minutes in it, then you've got your tortellini, spinach and ricotta. As Natalie's dishing up, he goes, my fish pie is going to be... Uh, about 20 minutes. I don't suppose I could um, have some of that, could I? Oh, my word. What is, we're like, what is, what is this, this guy? This <laughs> so, so you can't have a bit of yours as a no, starter. This, this, this is our meal, Dad. Yeah. You've got yours. Sorry for the misunderstanding, but it is on its way in about 20 minutes' time. Yeah. Our main meal for the evening isn't your starter. Uh, and I could see the rage building up in my wife's eyes. And the only way to take down that rage a couple of levels is to back down yourself yeah. and I went I can spare a couple 
If that, you know, if you don't get that many because I would say uh, you don't know Tortellini, right? Nine times out of ten, I would go, actually no, forget nine times out of ten. Hundred percent of the time, I always lose at least one or two when tipping into the sieve. Correct. Even if you think right, there's no way any of these little fellas are getting out. <laughs> always go down the sieve. Always with that. They always do. So and even even if it's there for about one two seconds, yeah. Once it's sat in that strainer in the sink, yeah. You don't want to hook that out really quickly. It's gone, in my opinion. Yeah, it's ruined definitely. Yeah. And you don't want you don't want to hook them out as well if it's something about them floating in the dishwater as well which is actually disgusting I thought about oh maybe it's still okay no, and the nature of pasta as well you buy it in the packet in the supermarket and it yeah. looks oh that's a that's a good little uh, you know that, that that's nice and then when you cook it there's not so much of it it, it kind of takes up that space doesn't well, it? Uh, my other half Katie and I have had this argument quite a bit she thinks that the plastic pack that you get of tortellini is uh, between two people I think it's one person's amount <laughs> In many ways. <laughs> In many ways, that's one person's amount. I would have to agree with your wife, but I respect you for eating an entire pack of tortellini. I love it. This is, this is why I'm with you on not wanting to share. I wouldn't share it with your dad. Well, here's what happened. <laughs> I plate up the tortellini between myself and my wife, yeah. and then dad gets a side plate out of the cupboard and takes three tortellini from mine and goes, that'll do me, and walks into the lounge with a side plate with three tortellini on it. That's what... That's pretty weird. <laughs> it's you so should, weird. Uh, what a strange man. You should have said to him, this is not a taster menu, what are you doing? <laughs> you should have had a couple of prawns out of his fish pie. Right? I know. Just to balance things out a little I bit. I felt like doing it, I feel, but it, it, it felt like it might be a little bit incendiary, but... <laughs> parents. He's out of control, isn't he? He is out of control. The man's out of control. We just want to say a big thank you to the people who get in touch with the show during the week. Uh, Richie and I do defo appreciate it, and we wouldn't want to do it if it wasn't for you lot, whether it's via text or emailing us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, or tweeting or whatever. Uh, and thank you to all the people who came up with brilliant suggestions for uh, a new safari park that we're putting together called Dadland, kind of the world's first dad safari park. It really, it really blew us away. Um, and putting the plans together now for actual Dadland is, is, is quite exciting. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a big money maker. We've already got a plot of land sorted out about it. And also, and this is part of a new range of home time products, uh, we, we're offering uh, kind of introductory rate ticket prices. And uh, yeah, I don't know, starting to get a sign up already. We even had an advert made for yes, it. Yes, we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that... It kind of gives a little insight to some of the different enclosures that you guys came up with in terms of uh, areas within the safari park that show typical dad behaviour. So if you're going to go online and book one of our early bird saver tickets, Thank you very much. Here's what you can expect. Bush and Ritchie from Home Time bring you Dadland, the brand new safari park featuring dads in their natural environments. Travel by Jeep across over 3,000 square acres of dad biospheres, each featuring a unique facet of typical dad behaviour. Why not visit our IKEA flat pack paddock and watch dads curse while they try and assemble furniture? Or there's the Blackpool Illuminations experience where you get to turn off all the lights in a house and reduce the cost because, after all, you're not made of money. Get interactive with our wall of adjustable thermostats. Experience the pressure of our I can't hear myself think kids party simulator. Practice turning down the music in a car to check for directions just like a real dad. Or try our brand new Sky Plus Who Series Link This enclosure where you get to free up vital memory space by deleting telly shows other family members have recorded without your prior permission. Dadland, the world's first dad safari park in association with Hometime and Absolute Radio. 
There's no exit through the gift shop because there are no gift shops. They're all a licence to print money. So just during the course of us recording this podcast right now, Richie, I, I don't know if you noticed this, but I've been uh, incessantly taking the top off this Sharpie and having a little smell. I love the smell of Sharpies. Sharpie pens. Love it. Okay. Uh, are you all right? Because is there a smell up there, a smell of a normal thing that you just think, wow, I love that. Love that smell. Um, what smells do you like? For me, Sharpies, yes. I love uh, the nail varnish... Was it nail varnish remover that girls use? Mm-hmm. Love the smell of that as well. Okay. Okay. I think I'm kind of a frustrated solvent abuse guy. Well, that's what I'm skirting around, yeah. But, I mean, I'm just saying, obviously, add a caveat to this. This is just recreational now and again. Mm. Don't, don't make a habit of it, but occasionally, a little smell of a Sharpie, absolutely gorgeous. Let me just... Uh... Have a smell of that. So what else I like? No, that's not for me. Brand new, oh. brand new uh, book or catalogue, freshly open smell. I'll agree with you on that. Absolutely gorgeous. Mine's probably a little bit route one. I love the smell of petrol. I see, I don't like petrol. Reminds me of car sickness, being car sick. Do, Do you, you know suffer I mean? from it? Uh, I used to. Used to remind me of really long trips in the back of my dad's hot Cortina with a pillow <laughs> each. Me and my brother arguing all the way to Liverpool. And my mum telling us we're the worst behaved kids in the world. Okay. Um, That's what petrol does for me. Do you like tar? A bit of tar smell? Love the smell of fresh tar. We love can agree on that. Oh, I love it. If, 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 if I heard of a road being tarred, I'd walk down there. I'd get myself down there. Yeah. It's, but I think as well, I can't 100% uh, back this up with science fact, but is it quite good for your overall well-being to smell that in? Or is tar? that something out of the 1800s? <laughs> I'm not sure it is. <laughs> Stay in the pink with tar and drink. <laughs> don't, don't go and smell tar. And that's it. Do we have any other business closing theme tune? Um, I would. I feel like we need like a piano ending. You know the way it, um, in in EastEnders when someone's leaving the show, there's that kind of EastEnders theme, but slightly more melancholy. Yes. Can we do a more melancholy, um, thoughtful, uh, <laughs> look into the distance? Any other business outro? Let's give it a go. I'll do a slower cl- count in. One, two. Any other business, it's off. That was shorter than I expected, but I really like it. <laughs>